Trigger warning. The following episode contains references to gore, sexual content, animal cruelty, human suffering, death, factual inaccuracies, several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. Eat shit and die, huh? I'll show them. I'll eat shit and live. I'm Andy. Finally, women are the ones who get the pockets. I'm Kelly. There ain't no party like an Antikinus party, because an Antikinus party really doesn't stop. I'm Adam. So, honey, you feeling penis A or a little bit of penis B? I'm Sean, and this is Acid Pop. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking about marsupials. Oh, I thought he was just going to say Mars. (laughs) Mars! Mars hasn't had a chance to kill anyone yet. Yet! So, etymology of marsupial, it comes from Latin marsupium, which means pouch or purse, which makes sense. A little on the nose, but I'll let it stand. (laughs) I couldn't find a phobia. Uh, I guess Australians have enough to worry about without stressing over marsupials. (laughs) I think if there's not a phobia of kangaroos, people are doing it wrong. Well, they're not venomous yet. So the science, marsupials are mammals that give birth to drastically underdeveloped young who then are placed in a pouch until they're fully developed. And that's really the only thing that sets them apart from other mammals. Underachievers. (laughs) Yeah. Or overachievers, man. They don't like their birth is like. (laughs) I suppose. I'm Kelly, if you had the option to uh, get the child out of you and then stick it in a pouch, would you have? Like a skin pocket? (laughs) Would I have? (laughs) Seems like it would have made my life a lot easier. Probably. That's all we're going to go into. We'll cover the rest in our acid pop quiz. So true or false, all marsupials live in Australia or its surrounding islands. False. False. We're not counting zoos? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I'm going to say true. Yeah. Well, this is false. There are an estimated 330-ish species of marsupials, and about 100 of them live in the Americas. Hmm. Oh, I forgot possums. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, though. Just America and Australia. So not What are the, only, uh, are the other 99? <laughs> I only knew about possums. <laughs> yeah. Let me see. Do I cover this somewhere else? I'll just reveal it now. If it's in my quiz, you get a bonus answer. But in North America, there's just the one possum. But there's a bunch in Mexico and Central America. I didn't know that. Yeah. Do armadillos secretly have pouches? (laughs) So true or false, possums are immune to snake venom. Call back to our pigs episode. Sure. I don't know. True or false, possums never truly die. They're just playing. They can already (laughs) play dead and smell bad. Yeah, I'll say true. (laughs) I'm going to say false. They're just really good at dodging snakes. <laughs> they just let snakes bite them in the pouch and then just keep it all the poison in the pouch. Yep. <laughs> so this is almost entirely true. After a few thousand years of wrestling with snakes, possums are immune to all snake venom except the coral snake. <laughs> well, they don't have a reason to wrestle with the coral snake. Yeah. <laughs> What's more, if bitten by something with rabies, they are eight times less likely to contract it than other mammals. Wow. That's good. And if that weren't enough, they love to eat small bugs, which includes ticks, so they are 
almost always eat the ticks before they are bitten, so they rarely get Lyme disease. What the heck, possums? Yeah. And they eat other ticks that might bite you. So possums are just sort of like a, a disease suppressant. Do they have the cure for cancer? <laughs> we haven't found out yet. But there are some scientists that are trying to engineer anti-snake venom from trying to give possums possum. cancer. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they're trying to engineer tick hunger from possums. <laughs> no, they're, they're engineering a half possum, half man hybrid. <laughs> I'd do it for a prehensile tail. I feel like I should just have a lot of possums around me. The American possum or the uh, Australian possum? <laughs> One's much cuter than the other. So true or false, kangaroos can't swim. Now that, that, that pouch fills up with water and they sink. <laughs> I'm going to say it's true. They can't swim, but they can, they jump off the bottom really good. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine this and it seems unlikely. They cannot swim, I think. False. In fact, when running from a threat, kangaroos frequently dive into water. <laughs> this dissuades most things from following them. And if it tries, their next survival strategy is to drown their attacker. <laughs> <laughs> they grab it with their tiny little arms. Yep, they do. They put in a headlock and hold it under. Not only are they good swimmers, they're excellent drowners. <laughs> Even better drowners. I can't imagine one swimming, though. Does it look like an alligator, like wiggling its tail? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Does it just jump, just never touching the ground? Mm -hmm. No, they just kind of, I mean, they've got big legs. They're great for swimming. Doggy paddle with their tiny little arms. <laughs> so true or false, male marsupials have pouches. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we got nipples. humans yeah. have nipples. This is true. Everybody's going false. But wait, no, because the pouch... No, wait. No, I'm going to say false. Okay. So this is almost entirely false. The male water opossum has a pouch which it keeps its junk in so it doesn't get tangled in seaweed and whatnot. <laughs> That's just smart. But that is the only male marsupial that has a pouch. Built-in underwear. <laughs> <laughs> so true or false, marsupials have forked penises. Hmm. So they can eat with it. It's by far not the weirdest one I've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, uh, animal dicks are weird. True. I'm going to go with true. I'm going to say some of them. Yeah. Well, female marsupials have two vaginas, so it's only fair that males get two penises. Pardon? It's only prudent. Yeah. So bear with me, because there's a lot to unpack here. First of all, marsupials have a cloaca, which means they have one waste extrusion hole. So their poop and pee comes out together in a kind of slurry. <laughs> Never say that again. <laughs> <laughs> so the two penises the male have doesn't have anything to do outside of production. They just hang around waiting for the day their owner gets lucky. The females have two vaginas, two uteruses, and a third channel used for giving birth. Slow down. <laughs> so marsupial sex is a whole different ballgame. They start by going over the diagrams. <laughs> yeah. No, wait, look, look at figure 2B, so you should... <laughs> That's the wrong hole, sweetheart. <laughs> of five. I mean, you, you, you had a chance, like, two penises, three holes. <laughs> and the odds are in their favor. So we're on to our fill-in-the-blank. Kings play chess on fine glass stools. How far up that chain is marsupials? So That's kingdom, phylum, phylum class, order, family, chef. genus, species. I'm going with phylum. P, huh? Oh, I thought that was the F. <laughs> I'm going with on. F is family. Yeah. Well, let's just go with family then. I'm going to say class. Oh, Adam gets it. It is class. 
Marsupial is an infraclass or a subset of a class. So chess is where marsupials fall, which that's a lot higher up than I thought it was. Have you ever tried to play chess with a koala? (laughs) So how big was the largest marsupial ever? Oh, there were those giant kangaroos. (laughs) Uh, Are we talking like height, weight? I'll take either. It was over seven foot tall and weighed 500 pounds. Over seven foot tall is a little vague. Like, are we talking 30 feet tall? <laughs> seven foot one. two miles big. <laughs> seven foot one. I'm going to say nine feet tall. Oh, I was going to say nine. No. I'm going to go for a weight now. <laughs> the size of one Andre Giant. 700 pounds. Hmm. So the Diprotodon of Australia was six feet or two meters tall at the shoulders. This thing was a, a four-legged critter. And it was 12 feet or four meters long, and it weighed 6,000 pounds or 2,700 kilograms. I was a little off. (laughs) That's mighty big, but this guy just ate plants. So for a visual, imagine putting a bat head on a bear body, and you're just about there. (laughs) It's adorable. (laughs) So the Virginia opossum has the shortest gestation period of any animal. How short is it? I mean, it sounds like marsupials are already like winning in that category anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say three weeks, I guess. Yeah. Six days. Mm-hmm. Kelly's the closest without going over. This opossum is pregnant for all of 12 days before moving her young to her pouch, at huh. which point her entire litter of 20 can fit inside a teaspoon. <laughs> the tiniest possums. You can put them in your mouth. <laughs> you put them all in your mouth. How many separate pregnancies can a kangaroo have at once? And he said they have two uteruses. Yep. Well, so they have twins. Three. Wait, when you say like different pregnancies, are you talking about like, would twins count as two? Uh, no. Okay. I'm going to say three. I see. I'm going to go with Adam with three because they take, you take one out, put it in the pouch and then you just get knocked up with the other two. Yeah. They're basically just juggling with. with <laughs> I'm going to be dramatic and say five. I don't Whoa. know how they manage it. <laughs> No, Adam and Andy got it. It is three. So one mostly mature, one in early development in the pouch, and then one in the womb. So a Joey could, in theory, be rooming with two stepbrothers. Stepbrothers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Half-brothers. Right? <laughs> I adopted this feature. <laughs> Your father and I have been having some difficulties. <laughs> to scare off a rival male, Tasmanian devils do What? Well, they spin around real fast and go, bad, bad. <laughs> um, they give them cancer. I was, I was also going to say something along the lines of cancer. Yeah, they, they just show them their doctor's notice. It lets them know that they're positive for cancer. <laughs> Don't you feel bad for me? Well, it's contagious in them. They chew off their own leg. <laughs> you see that movie Saw? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Carrie Ellie's bitch. Mm-hmm. No, they sneeze. <laughs> they sneeze to scare off rivals. It scares Autumn. That's <laughs> true. I'm going to have to see a Tasmanian devil sneeze to see how scary it is before I judge. I mean, it is called the devil. (laughs) (laughs) So we're on to our terms. So how this is going to work is I have 10 animals, and you're going to tell me if they're a real marsupial or something that I made up. (laughs) (laughs) So first up, the tiger qual. Tiger qual. Tiger qual is what a baby does. You know what tiger qual? I haven't heard of it. It's true false made up (laughs) this is real it's about the size of a cat carnivorous and it looks like a cross between an otter and a monkey 
Oh, God. It's brown with large white spots. Huh. It'd have stripes. Yeah, you'd think. The greater Bilby. <laughs> no, everyone knows there's only a lesser Bilby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a... Uh, but this one is also real because... How, how could you have a lesser Bilby if there's no greater Bilby? <laughs> or at least a normal Bilby. <laughs> Hi, I'm mediocre Bilby. <laughs> Bilby. I'm Bilby Bilby. Really threw me off with that first one. <laughs> I'm going to say false. Uh, this is real. <sighs> this little omnivore is about halfway between a rabbit and a mouse. I guess a rabbit. <laughs> the short-tailed duck-duck. That, that, that sounds false. <laughs> I think they all sound false. Before. Yeah, he's been tricking me every time so far. <laughs> I've heard of that famous wrestler, Dick Dick Van Dick. <laughs> I feel like if I keep saying false, I'll get it right eventually. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm you, Kelly. Yeah. I need to get one right before I'm back this, on my game. This thing, this thing does not exist. False. I'm going to say true. Yeah. <laughs> nope, this one's false. I made Yay. it up. I give up. My confidence. <laughs> Should have stuck to your guns. <laughs> Next, the silky couscous. <laughs> Just had silky couscous last night for dinner. Yeah, yeah I think I've seen that on menus. A little fuzzy. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think this exists. But who knows? Maybe maybe what you're eating is is really weird. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. True. This is real. Yeah. <laughs> if you took a mole and you made it live in trees, you'd get this guy. Do I get points if I get every one wrong? Yes, you win the game if you can get them all wrong. <laughs> the reverse queen sweep. Yeah, you automatically get forty <laughs> points. <laughs> Next, the Northern Warby. Warby? <laughs> little Warby gals. <laughs> well, the, I, I, it has to exist because it sends out all those uh, glasses to, for people to try on. <laughs> yeah, what, what sound does a Warby make, Andy? Warby! Some sort of Pokemon. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, true. No. This one is false. Okay, you lose your streak. Next, the Tree Scrangy. Or maybe Scrangy. <laughs> I think the fact that you didn't know how to pronounce it means it's real. Yeah, it has to be real. I guess. Scrangy is hungry. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I made that one up. That was all just a ploy to throw you off. That damn Scrangy. <laughs> his, and his friend Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! That's Australian Shaggy. <laughs> Scrangy. Zoinks. <laughs> Next, the booty. Spell that for me. <laughs> B-O-O-D-I-E. True. True. Swiggity booty. Get up in that booty. Uh, <laughs> this is true. The booty exists. I've seen it. <laughs> this is real. Uh, this is basically just a big rat. Less extravagant than the other ones. <laughs> the long-footed potteroo. Potteroo. Sounds like something a British person would name something. <laughs> okay, potteroo. <laughs> False. I think. I think it's real. False. This is real. Damn it! <laughs> you, you show me this proof. <laughs> You can go to our website and follow the links. It's about halfway between a mole and a rat. The River Dingby. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are there also Lake Dingbies? I don't know. Stillwater Dingbies. <laughs> I don't know. All these are so... There's no rhyme or reason to any of this. <laughs> They're all named by Australians. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what makes it so hard. I got to tell you, making up marsupial names is one of the best times I've had in a while. <laughs> it's real. Sounds like it'd be super easy. I could just do that. If we just want to start a podcast where I just make up marsupials and you guess that they're real or not, I'm, all, I'm fully on board. Are you going to come up with elaborate descriptions of the false ones? I could. And you have to draw them, too. So, sorry, where are we at? I said no. real. False. Yeah, this is fake. <laughs> 
And our final one, the three-banded trungle. <laughs> Real. Right, now you're just pulling stuff from Dr. Seuss. <laughs> yeah, I was just say, that's an instrument that the Who's play. <laughs> so, yes, this is absolutely true. True, I guess. <laughs> nope, that's fake. No, I'm a trungle. <laughs> and I'm sure all of our two Australian listeners are laughing at our incompetence. I just paid $500 to a guy on the internet for a trungle. What am I getting? <laughs> Okay, so that concludes our acid pop quiz. So let's talk about some marsupials. Let's talk about sex. Wait, a little bit. I'm going to speak broadly about these guys. So when I talk about kangaroos, just know that there's lots of species of them and not all of these facts apply to all of them. So are we including like wallaroos and wallabies and all the other jumpy ones? Uh, No, specifically... When I talk about kangaroos, it'll be kangaroos. Okay. So where exactly do dunkaroos fall in all this? <laughs> they fall in frosting is where they fall. <laughs> There's never enough frosting in dunkaroos. What? What is it? There never was enough. Oh, there, oh, there was never enough. I thought you were saying there wasn't any. I was like, what was I dipping it in then? <laughs> <laughs> what is that weird kid doing with his kangaroo cookies? Uh, the kangaroo mayonnaise. <laughs> He's out there with his saltines in the mud again. <laughs> <laughs> Crikey, these are delicious! <laughs> so I wanted to talk briefly about wombats. So these guys look like huggable, oversized hamsters. Yeah, they're big hugbees. <laughs> By and large, they are, they're pretty harmless. At around 60 pounds, or 27 kilograms, they're the largest burrowing animal. Hmm. I didn't know that. <laughs> yep. As a result, they're one of a handful of marsupials with a backwards-facing pouch, so they don't fill them with dirt while digging. <laughs> <laughs> Probably took a few generations to get that one right. I mean, your feet is just filthy. Oh, man, just slowly turning from like 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock. When it was sideways, <laughs> they had a hell of a time. <laughs> so they take life pretty slow, and that includes their digestion. It takes a human about 24 hours to move something through. It takes a wombat closer to two weeks. I think you're so great, wombats. <laughs> and probably strangest of all, they have cube-shaped poop, which they can poop into little poop towers. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a reason for it to be in a tower? Well, scientists don't really know why, but they think it might be either to ward off rivals. Did you see that shit stack? It must be two feet tall. I'm not going in there. You guys, you guys see that guy's poop totem? <laughs> <laughs> or to attract mates. <laughs> so let's be honest if you yeah, were on like a date and you found out your date shat a literal brick you'd be impressed not just like a brick though like it's standing up yeah and stacked with other ones it's <laughs> just making a little wall <laughs> and that's how Django was invented it's most early you know Django <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like an Australian word now that I think about it <laughs> so let's talk about possums so first thing, um, there's possums and there's opossums, but they're, I mean, there's differences, but they're they are basically the same thing. One's cuter. <laughs> yeah, definitely the yeah. opossum is cuter than the possum. But So as mentioned, these little guys are all but immune to snake venom, rabies, and Lyme disease. They have ridiculously short gestation periods and very large litters, up to 20 at a time, which consequently means that they have 20 nipples, <laughs> one of the highest nipple counts in all the animal kingdom. <laughs> Way to be. Yeah. They've got prehensile tails, which is always awesome. There's only one species that lives in North America and a few in Central America. And 
Now, I've heard of the term playing possum, which means to play dead, because possums do just that when they're threatened. But what I didn't know was, one, this is an involuntary action. So stress (laughs) makes them seize up, kind of like fainting goats. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, God, I'm dead. Yeah. And two, they have a stink gland that activates while they're playing dead, which makes them smell like a rotting corpse. Oh, good. They say, see? See? (laughs) So, yeah. Possums and opossums are pretty gross. They look like someone gave a rat growth hormones and then released it into the wild. Yeah. Their feet just look like a mass of toes where the only the last ones can move. And they're mean. So in my few encounters with possums, they've hissed and spat at me far more than was justified by me just walking by. Well, all you have to do is charge it. It'll seize up and poop itself. Yeah. <laughs> I think the correct term is Henri. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't say that I am a fan of the possum. But they carry their babies on their backs. They do. Yeah, you've got 20 little demon rats staring at you (laughs) in the darkness with their eyes glowing. I ran into one in uh, South Carolina once. Like, I opened the door to my dorms, and it was just like two feet in front of me. And it looked at me and couldn't have cared less. (laughs) What's up, asshole? You weren't a coral snake. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So next, kangaroos. Kangaroos are weird. I mean, as we've all seen, all marsupials are weird, and that doesn't exclude kangaroos. They live in one of the hottest climates on Earth, but they don't sweat. Hmm. Instead, they elegantly lick their hands and smear saliva all over themselves to get that great evaporation action, only with extra stickiness. Does that mean they're extra slobbery? Yeah. (laughs) They have extra saliva glands. They have chambered stomachs and chew cud like cows. Huh. What? Yeah. And they're basically just big hopping cows. <laughs> yeah, but ca- normally cows don't disembowel you. <laughs> so unless they're swimming, they can't move their back legs independently. So they pretty much hop everywhere they go. And due to some weird physics, they actually use less energy the faster they hop. <laughs> <laughs> like riding a bike. Yeah. And they are damn good hoppers. Red kangaroos, which are the largest around at 200 pounds or 90 kilograms and over six feet or two meters tall, can easily hop a 10-foot fence. (laughs) They can't clear it, but that's a hell of a lot better than I could jump. So they can breed year-round, and as I mentioned, they can stagger their pregnancies. So given ample resources, kangaroos can quadruple their population in five years. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So that's not impressive when compared to something like a mouse, but for a 200-pound animal, that's wicked fast. Like I said, anything that can disembowel you, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not okay with them having so many numbers. Yeah. Well, Australia's dangerous. They have to keep, you know, keep their numbers up. Yeah. What's more, if a mother gets pregnant and then food runs low, she can suspend the pregnancy for several months and then start it back up again. I I don't understand how this works. <laughs> yeah, they just like. Put it in suspended animation for a few months. It stops developing? Yeah. And then starts back up again. They don't like abort. Yeah. I mentioned how Tasmanian devils sneeze to intimidate rivals, but kangaroos took it a step even further in the weird direction. They aggressively cough at one another. (laughs) They rip up clumps of grass to show how badass they can be. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Give me a phone book. (laughs) This could be you. (laughs) Look what I did to your lawn. (laughs) So yeah, kangaroos are weird. In the late 1800s, kangaroo boxing was a bit of a thing. So boxing gloves would be strapped onto a kangaroo and then it would be put in a ring with a human boxer. 
Kangaroos dart their hands at perceived threats, but the thing is, they're not trying to hit them. They're trying to grab them so they can properly kick them with their crazy strong back legs in hopes of disemboweling them. I couldn't find any stories where humans got this treatment, though I did find several about kangaroos accidentally jumping a six-foot fence into a backyard, being barked at by the family dog, and promptly grabbing that dog and tearing it practically in half. And there are lots and lots of stories about people getting attacked by a ruse and, and were left torn to shreds. I think Australians have like really tall fences around their houses. Yeah, <laughs> really tall. It's like the goddamn North Wall in the, <laughs> in the night watch around the neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, and I found one story where some tourists at a zoo in China wanted to see the kangaroos hop, so they tried to encourage them by throwing bricks at them. <laughs> what? That, huh? <laughs> this is from the wombats. <laughs> One rude died, another was badly injured, and the oh. zoo never again gave away souvenir novelty bricks. <laughs> Lesson learned. Yeah. Masons are not welcome back. Building a better world together. <laughs> <laughs> and next, koalas. Oh. <laughs> grossest, horrible yeah. animals. Little tree demons. Koalas are cute and cuddly looking, but they may be one of the vilest mammals on the planet. <laughs> They are incredibly mean and violent, attacking with little or no provocation. They also happen to be incredibly stupid. <laughs> we tend to associate intelligence with brain size and with wrinkliness. Not only do koalas have one of the smallest brain-to-body ratios, they also have one of the smoothest brains. It's like polished glass. <laughs> it's a beautiful little marble. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the, their only food source is shit and stuff that gets you high. Yeah. <laughs> They have evolved to eat a few species of eucalyptus trees, which are slightly toxic and one of the least nutritious plants around. <laughs> Thing is, they haven't evolved to eat it very well. <laughs> They're trying, though. <laughs> they have to eat whole heaps of the stuff just to stay alive, and it frequently leaves them with bowel troubles. Also, due to their low intelligence, they can spot eucalyptus leaves on the tree, but if the leaves come off of the tree, koalas can't figure out what to do with them to save their lives. <laughs> I'm starting to realize why they're so mean to everyone. Yeah. Look at the big stupid koalas. <laughs> Due to the lack of nutrition they receive, they have trouble sustaining their young. Since the babies can't get all they need from their mother's milk, they also have to resort to eating their mother's shit. Mm -hmm. Yep. As I mentioned, marsupials have cloacas, so baby koalas go ear deep in this porridge of shit and urine. <laughs> No, I, I, I've seen videos of this and it's not pleasant. <laughs> Don't you just want to cuddle? One? If the babies are really hungry, they stimulate, see, lick their mom's buttholes <laughs> to get a snack. Mom, I'm hungry. Hey, well, lick my ass. <laughs> okay. Also, their entire population is being ravaged by syphilis. <laughs> this is God's punishment to them. <laughs> This isn't really their fault, but it doesn't do anything to make them more pleasant to be around. <laughs> From that time, Benjamin Franklin had sex with a koala. <laughs> <laughs> In some areas, over 80% of koalas are infected with syphilis, Jeez. and they can transmit it to humans by peeing on them, which they love to do. <laughs> it's a game to them. Syphilis, yeah. chlamydia, these koalas have all the diseases. They're the opposite of possums. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, violent, mead, stupid, syphilitic, shit-eating little monsters. That's koalas. And they scream. Yeah, they sound awful. Yeah. 
Oh, and one more interesting thing about them. For unknown reasons, when in captivity, females are more likely to engage in homosexual activity than heterosexual. Huh. And hey, since every partner is female, why not invite the whole gang? Koalas have wild lesbian orgies involving five <laughs> individuals, and these encounters can last for up to twice as long as encounters with males. Hey, this is pretty great. Yeah. I'm a liberated woman. <laughs> <laughs> But this is just in captivity? Yeah, just in captivity. I mean, they do do it in the wild, but in captivity, they're more likely to do it than heterosexual. They just, really, they just do it to really aggravate the zookeepers. <laughs> yeah, you like this? <laughs> you gotta watch this. <laughs> it's five koalas, one cup. Uh, oh, no. They are eating the dookie. The slurry is coming back. <laughs> and for our final marsupial, do you know what the antichinus is? Antichinus? Isn't he some sort of Greek philosopher? (laughs) (laughs) He invented pouches. Well, these are little mouse-like guys. If you saw one, you'd just say, yep, that's a mouse, and you'd pretty much be right. They do all the normal rodent-type things, except for two unique traits. First, there's the pouch, obviously, and second is mating. When males are about a year old and the time of year is right, something strange happens. They have a little switch in their rodent heads that says, be a rodent on one side and have sex on the other, and it gets flipped. (laughs) Their bodies are flooded with hormones, and they just start having sex, more or less indiscriminately, and stop doing pretty much everything else. They don't eat, they don't sleep, their bodies don't fight diseases, they just have sex. (laughs) Don't need all these white blood cells anymore. (laughs) Yeah. A few days of nonstop sexy time starts to take its toll. They look emaciated. Their hair starts to fall out in clumps. They bleed internally. They go gangrenous and parts of them literally rot off. Stop the sex. (laughs) And still they grind on. Like the Vulcan pawn farm. (laughs) I have no penis and yet I must grind. (laughs) Shortly after they go blind and are left humping rocks and roots, they finally breathe their last. <laughs> they just crumble away to death with the breeze. <laughs> yeah. This strategy of sex no matter what is pretty good at passing on genes, but <laughs> not so hot at long-term survival. Their population is basically cut in half every year. Uh, a female huh. can have between four and eight babies, which isn't a ton, and the mothers tend to die while weaning. So the whole population basically starts over every 14 months or so. (laughs) And so if anything else goes wrong, like famine, predators, or large-scale deforestation, the antichinus population plummets. Scientists aren't sure what to do about this problem, so the antichinus may be the first animal to go extinct due to randiness. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, that's so odd. It's like, okay, okay, I'm a mouse, I'm a mouse, I need to fuck. (laughs) None of them. I'm a four-legged penis. None of them survive long enough to tell the next generation to try something different. Yeah. Anybody have any personal stories involving marsupials? I've seen them in the zoo. Yeah. And I guess that I was close enough to a possum once that it could have ended me if it wanted to. Yeah. When I lived in Ohio, I ran into possums all the time. I've been in a sleeping bag, sort of pouch like. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I'm, I, I'm a marsupial, yeah. Yeah. Forked penis and all. Would, would a skin pouch be good? Would I keep anything in it, or would I just have? Would it just be an inconvenience to clean out? I, I think you're you wouldn't get one. Yeah, not unless you were a water possum. 
I'm no, I'm, I'm not talking about evolutionarily. I'm talking about elective surgery. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say that at least in my reading, as far as like kangaroos, the babies live in there for at least a few weeks, if not a few months, and you know they don't come out, so they just go to the bathroom in there. Oh no, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, the mom has to every once in a while just kind of like scrub herself out <laughs> and try Scoop to it out. get it all out. Pressure washer. <laughs> so yeah, swimming is very good for kangaroos. Mama's got a poo pouch. <laughs> well, if nobody has any more personal stories, we'll move on to what are your morals worth? So uh, how much to step into the ring with a kangaroo for two minutes? Does it have it's- the boxing gloves? It does have the boxing gloves, but honestly, that's not your biggest yeah, concern. Right? Well, I'm hoping that would make it worse at grabbing. Maybe. Yeah, it does make it worse at grabbing. But Can here's- I put boxing gloves on its feet? <laughs> nope. But here's the deal. If you let up at all, you don't get the money. Like this, this kangaroo isn't out for your blood, but you have to go for it nonstop for the whole two minutes. I have to box. I can't do like a moonsault press off the top rope. and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no wrestling moves. <laughs> so, yeah, no kangaroo just like box. dancing around and dodging. You just got to you got to go at this kangaroo. OK, so I have to box. Yep. Um, so what are the chances I'm going to walk out of this unscathed? Well, I'd say the chances of you walking out unscathed are pretty low, but also the chances of you getting disemboweled are also pretty low. However, okay. the chances of you having several cuts up to a foot long that need stitches are really, really high. Ouch. You're not like stitches. But I do get to punch a kangaroo. <laughs> and I've always wanted that. Clank. I can imagine their heads are going to be as hard as rocks. When do, you, when do you get the opportunity to box an animal? Yeah. Every day. <laughs> do you box an animal? I mean, you have a dog. You could box him if you wanted to. Yeah, but I think he'd die if I punched him straight up. <laughs> well, look, everything has consequences. Hey, you got to think about these things, Andy. Do I get a world championship belt if I do this? <laughs> you could buy one. With the money? Yeah. See, this just seems like something I might pay to do. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so I'll take $1,500. Wow. I mean, it's just two minutes. I might get cut, but I, I assume they have the proper medical authorities. Yeah, but you also might die. <laughs> <laughs> How tall is the kangaroo? Let's say it's a little shorter than you. Okay. Each of you. So you each get your own kangaroo. <laughs> this kangaroo is my shape. <laughs> Crawl into like its a- pouch and come out a twisted thing. <laughs> it's an alternate marsupial universe, and we found the you of that universe. <laughs> Only one may yeah. live. <laughs> I'm going to jab and uppercut this thing until it runs away. I don't think that's an option. Well, if it, if it runs away, then I win. <laughs> Coward. 75,000. 75,000, huh? That's low. People <laughs> are going lower than I thought they would. 1,500 bucks. Give me the gloves. Give me the kangaroo. I don't think I can beat $1,500. Yeah, that's pretty low. Uh, maybe mine's going to be a little higher just because I, I saw the pictures of the people torn to pieces by kangaroos. <laughs> like, the cuts they give you are really nasty. They're not life threatening, but still, they look I mean, they really be. Yeah, I'm going yeah. in this blind. I've never seen a kangaroo cut. <laughs> Ignorance is my money saver. <laughs> But yeah, I'll probably be okay. Just really shredded. I got in a boxing ring with a cheese grater. I would want some notice so I could, you know, exercise beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't, you can't spring the kangaroo on us. <laughs> Just open your door one day and it's waiting there. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah. This can't be like a Kato style kangaroo where it's just going to ambush me in the house. <laughs> kangaroo. <laughs> I should have done that. How much to have a kangaroo wait an ambush in your house one day? 
<laughs> God, no. How much do the new Teslas cost? 50000 <laughs> Yeah. If you gave me a Tesla, I'd do it. 50000 I was going to say fifty. But I really don't want to get I really don't want to get disemboweled. <laughs> no, there's medical people there that put your bowels back in. <laughs> They'll give you new, better bowels. The kangaroos' bowels. Yeah. <laughs> Two stomachs at them. So I'll go sixty thousand. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch that thing so good. <laughs> and he's gonna Ganondorf kick you across the room. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does the Joey inside also have boxing gloves? Like, like a Tekken. <laughs> All right, I think that's all we've got for this week. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye! Thanks to my co-hosts, and thank you so much for tuning in today. If you would like more information about today's episode, check out our website at acidpoppodcast.podbean.com. You can also find us on Twitter at acidpoppodcast and contact us at acidpoppodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, and give us all the stars you can. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you next week. So yeah, no just like dancing around and dodging. You just gotta, you gotta go at this kangaroo. Hey there, hey, Alex is on the way. Jesus, that scared me. What the heck? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> For a second, it sounded like you were shitting your pants. Like <laughs> that scared me. I didn't. It's never happened before. <laughs> it's a defensive reaction for Adam. <laughs> Adam's playing dead. <laughs>